tonight we go beyond any other night before the third night of the Halloween specials from the guys who brought you the other two nights of Halloween specials but tonight is different tonight is Fright Night Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cold Film Review. I'm your host, Cody Everett. This week we are talking Fright Night, uh, part of our October Halloween horror movies, uh, things that we're doing, uh, Halloween-type movies, uh, horror movies also. Um, So we're going to talk about Fright Night. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. (laughs) I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother... Listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Here's my first question. What is there about Fright Night? Because I want to know this. I understand why it has a cult following. I get it. Uh, But what is there to hate? I'm just going to throw it out there. Is this the start of a major circle jerk? I don't want it to be. I feel like it's going to be. Okay. It could be. I don't know. We it does it's not intentional, but it could just come out. That's why I'm throwing the first pitch out there. I'm saying it. What'd you hate? Okay, hate, no, hate, and hate, or didn't like? What did? What didn't you like? What oh. bothered you? Mm, I think. Uh, I don't know. I See? honestly, I just can't See? think of anything. You're right. You're so right. It's the, it's a, dude. It's so hard with this movie to come up with something that you don't like. It is fantastic throughout, in my opinion. I really enjoy it. the story. Let's just talk about the story a little bit, right? We got it's again. It's like it's almost it's almost like it almost feels like it's going to be an atypical vampire movie or or eighties horror movie. But then what do they do? They come in and almost I feel like they 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 watched American uh, Werewolf in London and was like, how can we do that with vampires? Yeah, I could see that for sure. It's some influence, especially in the effects. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, uh, definitely in the effects, but I mean, and in the way the story is told, like um, uh, Charlie, Charles, yes. yeah, it's Charlie, Charlie, yeah, Charles, uh, Chuck, whatever, Brewster, <laughs> yeah, Brewster, <laughs> he's a very like I love his character, man. He's crazy, he's insane because he's going because he's like he knows the truth, and no one will believe him, and they all think he's an idiot, and I just love that he is kind of like a bumbling fool a little bit. And he just plays that character so well, yeah. You know, uh, and, and the same thing with Amy. His girlfriend played is, is played fantastically. Evil is played great. Like it's kind of hard to pick out someone who Billy. Billy's probably the worst actor in the whole film. He's not nah. even. Bad. He's not even bad. No, I, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that. I think uh, Evil Ed is probably the worst until until he becomes a vampire. Oh, I think it's uh, no. right at the beginning of like the way he is and the way he acts and how excitable he is. It, it. seems a little He's got ADD. Before his diagnosed, that, people know that. Get he up. was he was like a spaz. I think you instantly like him. Like because he's no, a spaz. No, no. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that a bad perform it, it was like a good bad performance. Yeah. Cuz it seems a little forced at first, but as soon as he becomes a vampire, it's almost like that same performance takes a different light. Like it takes a different life of its really? own. Really, I didn't think it he, his his acting changed very much from one to the other. It didn't. It, it does. It, it did go up a couple notches. I'm saying literally putting him much. in the makeup changed the performance. Yeah, as okay. where right when I see him in the high school, he's like, "Hey, Charlie, you doing 
you on? And he's just like freaking out. And it's just like, dude, who talks like that? And then all of a sudden he's like, but I'm a vampire now. And I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot destined of sense. to be a vampire. I agree with you on that. I thought uh, out of all of them, I did find him the most annoying, but he was also humorous. Mm-hmm. It was funny how annoying he was. But yeah, when, it, when I liked him so much more when he became a vampire. He just, the craziness made sense. He seemed more creepy. Like he fit, mm-hmm. he fit the character better. So yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I, I like him throughout the film. I still think Billy's the worst, in my opinion. He's just boring. He's Billy's just boring. boring. He doesn't really boring. do anything except be like the possible gay love interest <laughs> of Jerry Dandridge, <laughs> which is not is I'm not that you're laughing about it, but Jerry that was Dandridge. that was kind of the intent. The intent was that they were kind that were they were a couple. Yeah, he seemed pretty um, metro. Who? <laughs> Billy seemed metro. No, Billy or Jerry? Jerry. Oh, okay, Jerry. I was like, Billy seems just like that dickhead next door yeah he does <laughs> he's just like hey man get off my lawn man he, like, he's that guy he never stopped hey, beating people up yeah. hey kid what are you doing nothing yeah let's keep it that way exactly he's just like little bully i love yeah. it yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying it, it is it, it's hard to, to pick this movie apart so let's kind of just go through the pieces um let's talk about the story uh big fan of the story here um uh, uh charlie's trying to make it with his girl amy you know, she's ready to go. And what happens? Coffin is being brought in next door. So that's where our tale starts. He sees a coffin being brought in next door right when he's supposed to make it with his lady. And uh, We should point out the reason why he's so intrigued is because he's totally obsessed with horror movies and that whole genre. Yeah. So it, you know, he, he looks at it with closer than anybody he's else. He's more aware would. of it. Yeah. yeah. Here's one of my favorite parts, and it's definitely an '80s thing too. Um, is the sh- the shame into sex? The shame <laughs> into sex was like, yeah. so. What does 80s. that mean? Like, oh come on! You've been saying we're gonna make it forever. Darn yeah. it, Amy! We've been going out for a year now. Yeah. yeah. When just, are you gonna give it up? Like, it's just like <laughs> I, I like they're having this argument, begging. and then yeah. the mom's just reading a newspaper. Yeah. Are you guys okay? Yeah. Is, is this a lover's quarrel? A like, spat? yeah. Like what? Yeah. But I mean, the, the, what's she say? Um. What is, she's just like I'm just scared Charlie and he's like well get over it <laughs> yeah we got some stuff to do and then what happens he had he, he Va- gay vampire moves yeah. in next door <laughs> <laughs> taken by the gay vampire but oh my god not even dude no like, not even <laughs> not at all he's like Mr. Cool Mr. Suave Jay yeah Dandridge. he is so yeah the vampire moves in next door and that's exactly what happens is he is a suave, debonair dude. Hot chicks start showing up at his house. Um, Charlie is looking through the window when he's uh, got some lady's breasts out and he's rubbing all on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Director made her uh, made the wardrobe department put ice on her nipples so that they were hard for that shot. Oh, that's no. that's a, that's you know? a factoid right there. There you go. <laughs> Take that one to bed. Well, that's, that's <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, if well, if her, I wouldn't have ble- believed it otherwise. <laughs> the scene, I would have been like, "Well, this is fake." Yeah, yeah, yeah guys, that's obviously not real. He really wanted to meth said method acting in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we get some ice in here? Do you think American Beauty borrowed that shot from Fright Night? No. Okay. <laughs> Just, Just shut checking. down. No. But, dude, that's actually one of my favorite scenes too, because that's that that scene could creep me out a little bit because he just like looks up from her neck and like looks at him through the window and just stares at him the whole time. And yeah. He's just like. Doesn't he have like those long fingers at that point? Yeah. At that point, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. when you really get the clue that he's a 
You really? Is that yeah. the one? That's the clue. <laughs> that you could have been questionable about the coffin. Okay? Yeah. That could have gone anywhere, but <laughs> the long fingers. All right. Now it's a vampire. He's just eccentric. You know, he owns a coffin. Yeah. So Charlie basically yeah. f- figures out that Jerry's a vampire and uh, basically confronts him and lets other people know. Uh, and then uh, Jerry's going to kill him. He's going to kill Charlie. Right. He gives him an out, though. Yeah, he does. He, he, he does. For some reason, he doesn't really want to kill him i don't know maybe it's too much trouble be like oh the neighbor if the neighbors go dead <clears throat> yeah that's, real red they're flag. probably gonna think that I, yeah that, it's it's either that or he's trying to like build a you know you think he just wants to be part of the neighborhood no i think he's trying to build like <laughs> i don't know what the term for vampires but the witch term would be a coven maybe he's trying to build like you know oh like a vampire oh, a neighborhood yeah he's trying to get a gaggle of vampires <laughs> <Yeah, going. laughs> so he doesn't want to kill he doesn't want to kill him gaggle. he wants to like he wants to convert him he wants to change him to Wait, his well, side that's and that's kind of what happens though in the in the movie he really because he, i i thought he was uh, you know watching the movie i haven't seen this movie in a really long time so watching the movie again uh it was kind of like watching it again for the first time um so when he starts, I thought he was going to kill the friends off, not turn them, and then he just starts turning all the all of his friends to destroy his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was that's evil. That's good. I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got we got that going on. But you know what, guys? We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we come back, we're going to talk about more Fright Night. Evil. 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 And to what do I owe this dubious pleasure? The vampire knows I know about him. Or at least he will when he wakes up tonight. (laughs) What are you talking about? I have a vampire living next door to me, and he's going to kill me if I don't protect myself. (laughs) What? Come on, Evil, I haven't got time to explain. Just tell me what to do to protect myself. Hey, guys, we're back, and we're talking about Fright Night. Uh, (laughs) We're talking about the story in Fright Night, uh, where we left off. Charlie's going crazy. No one believes him, so he goes after the one person that he thinks will believe him, and which is definitely a Vincent Price ripoff. <laughs> but it's, the best character of the film. Oh, yeah. one of the best. He it, he I makes mean, this film. It's a combination of Peter Cushing and Vincent Price's yeah. name. So is Peter, that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Peter Vincent. Yeah. I did not know that was the that. Yeah. I, I figured Vincent was from yeah. Vincent Price, so mm-hmm. but I didn't know the Peter part. But okay, so let's talk. Uh, oh, let's talk about let's talk about Vincent Peter. Peter Vincent. Peter. <laughs> Vincent's <laughs> Peter. Let's talk, let's, let's talk about it. Cushing okay. Price. He's a, <laughs> he's a washed up uh, horror movie actor who kills vampires um, in the movies, not in real life. Um, and his character, the development of his character that, throughout the story is just, it's good, man. It's just good. He starts as, as, a, as a coward. Well, first you see him as like an idol. Then you see him as a coward. Yeah. And then he like comes back and like proves that he's not... That he's not, yeah. That he's not. He's also he's also a desperate idol, which yes, is, he is really great. Mm-hmm. I love it when he just like, well, I have this, you know, I have this film that's coming up and stuff like that. Well, I have five hundred dollars. Okay, I'll come with you then. Yeah, like, right, right away. Yeah. like he always asks if they. No, want she, I have a five hundred. Yeah. Like I have a five. Yeah, the first thing. What's more important than my autograph? <laughs> well, my friend is trying to kill somebody. Well, I guess that is pretty important. <laughs> Man, what a saint, though, for some kids to show up and be like, my friend's trying to kill people, and you're like, I'll help. For $500, yeah. not really a saint. And he must not but be that's that great of an actor. How did the hell did the kids know where he lived? I don't know. You know yeah, that was, that, a, that they was just a strangest showed up. thing. Like, hey, everybody knows where Peter Vincent lives. That motherfucker lives in that apartment down the street on... Yeah, why didn't they go there before if they Well, because that town really is just as big as that street. 
<laughs> that's it. it might be. That's it. That's as big as no. I don't. No, I, it's, it's not true at all. Not true at all. But he, uh, other than him being a, a movie star, he was also supposed like he was supposed to be the representation of like the local horror host that people had, yep. like an Elvira type of character. Yeah, that you would just watch at like whatever ten thirty at night or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and he had descended into that point. Like, well, I'm just hosting my own films at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so he was uh, there to convince Charlie that there was no vampire living to him next door, but turns out there is a vampire living to uh, next door to him. And that's where it kind of takes off into vampires versus the kids. Um, and I got to say, for the most part, vampires are winning. They're yeah, they're taking names. They're doing some they're doing some damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's for sure. I'm glad you brought up the 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 club part too, Chris, because uh, the the music oh. in the club, fantastic. <laughs> Three songs, right, Mike? Yeah, we counted them. Three like, songs per only scene. In the, only in the eighties did they have like this thing. Okay, we're gonna do a dance. We're doing the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> and another whole song. Yeah. And, 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 and then when they start fighting, another whole song. <laughs> yeah. turn. You had, to, you had to put in two music videos. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little credits at the bottom there, yep. the bottom corner. Of course. <laughs> so I think the story is, is is a great part of the film. Uh, a great part of telling the story is the special effects. We got to get into the special effects and how. Well, before that... before we jump into that, I did want to say the thing that I think I love the most about the story is the story is uh, totally based off traditional vampire and Dracula lore. Like, oh, yeah, it's definitely. based off like the the whatever it is the Universal Studios like era of dracula you know so i think that's cool that they paid complete homage to that so and i feel like they kind of also but tried to change it in like a hipness you know what i mean update the story of dracula into the 80s yeah definitely i definitely feel that that's the great thing i love i know we're giving roddy mcdowell a lot of credit and and it's due but i also love chris Sarandon in this film i love him yeah he plays jerry dandridge he is Fantastic! Oh no, he's great. You can tell he's like this classically trained like theater actor, and they just put him in this role, and it was just he was he was the sex of the movie. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but he's also just so what's the word? No, it's like you can tell he comes from like a different era. Like you can tell he has that that age quality to like you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that what what what's the word I'm trying to use? Um, He's solid. I don't know. He's solid. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. He 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 totally didn't seem like he fit with the times. I think he's got chivalry. There you go. Yeah, he's got like that weird class to him. So like, he looks he looks he looks like he's from the 80s, but somehow he doesn't fit. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, like there's just, something too solid about him. There's something too yeah too uh, yeah like calm almost. He's just like he's like he's got it all under control. All oh the yeah. Time. yeah, of course he has it under control. He's been doing this probably a few hundred <laughs> years. You know. That was one thing I wish they would have touched on is how old he was. <laughs> well, we definitely know he has to be pretty old because uh, Amy. That's the only thing that they that really alludes to how old he is is when he says like, "Doesn't he look just like her?" Which is essentially what Dracula with Nina. That's true. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing. Like it's his long lost beloved, and then oh, he so finds this maybe... girl that looks exactly like her and says, "Oh my god, it's just like her." You know. So they just ripped that off, but I mean, it alludes to the fact that he's got to be a few hundred years old, probably. Yeah. You know, because this is a, a, I'm assuming he's talking about a, a dead person. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the special effects. Did anyone have a favorite special effect? Because there's a ton in this movie, and they're all good. Oh, uh, yeah. There, there's some great, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about 
the death of Evil yeah, it's Ed. Evil, e- yeah. Let, that's that's probably the, the pinnacle, the yep. right? But you know what I also like? I love um, the jaws that they put on Amy when she vamp- vamps out completely. Yeah, the wide. All, like it's all of wide, them have like, that. They all have that yeah. huge mouth. They and do, but hers is like uh, like the freaking Joker. It's like... yeah. I think he yeah. was like kind of modeling that after he said shark mouths. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and that's the one that's on the poster too. If you see, it, that's that's that shot. Oh, that. I love that the original artwork that they had for that. I always remember seeing that when I was walking down like the horror movie aisle as a kid. Like that box particularly, like stood out with the cloud above the house. Yeah, and the nasty looking vampire in the cloud. It was just so good. Isn't uh, isn't it the same basic mouth as uh, Dust Till Dawn? The vampires had in that. Yeah, probably. Some of them did. There I was, feel like there was uh, what's his name, Jim Brown's character it. was like, yeah, had yeah. that big like, yeah, yeah. Like How a, did that go again? It was like a, like that. His whole head looked now, like a critter. Special effects overall in this movie are are solid, like beyond solid. They're fantastic. They're they're believable. They're gory. They're colorful. Like it fits the it fits the film. It fits like the kind of style of the film. And so. it, you know, an Evil Ed's death is if you haven't seen, you know, if you haven't seen it, Evil Ed's death is probably the best as far as the effects go, in my opinion. Um, you know, very, it's kind of weird because they 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 take that you know transformation that they're like their ship shape ship shape shifters. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and that he turns into a wolf, charges and gets stabbed with a stake right through the heart, but then the transformation back into a human is like. Heart wrenching in a way. Yeah, I, I feel like it's. It, it gave me a feel like it was the reverse of American Werewolf in London. Yeah, like that transformation. It's going in reverse. Yeah, like he's turning back into a human. Right. And yeah, that performance, like Roddy McDowell's look at him. It's just you feel bad for the kid. It's kind of like, oh man, dude, you're suffering. Yeah, you like, put him out, dude. Put him out. <laughs> you know, and he just, he <laughs> well, just hold I his he, hand. He, I think he realized like this. Hey, this you know, an hour ago, two hours ago, was a kid, and now he's dead because he turned into a vampire and that's not it wasn't any fault of his own you know, oh, what, you, I mean? you know what i really love about it too the part where it's right when he stabs him and the wolf goes over and you see it like crawling on the yeah. ground but like in a human way kind of just like just trying to like uh, like you could tell it's probably a human in a suit Mm-hmm. But the yeah. way the motion, the way that motion worked out, it kind of works in the way of it transforming back into a human. Like it maybe it started with it's just like the physicality of it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just. It's just I nuts. think uh, the uh, another death I actually like, and it, I think it rivals evil evil Ed's is Bill's. His name Bill. Billy, yeah, yeah. Billy. Billy. Oh, that yeah. is so cool because he just basically melts. melts. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's fantastic. That I saw there was like a couple of a couple of points where they used some of the effects actually from uh, Merrick Werewolf in London because when he, he's like holding his hand up, his hand like stretches for some reason. Like it gets really fucking long. It almost like just like that scene in uh, American Werewolf in London. And yeah, and then he just starts to melt. Like you start with green goop, and then yep. and then for some reason sand at the end. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the sand was doing there. I don't know. But maybe maybe sands of time maybe dropping he was away deconstructing. from deconstructing. <laughs> it's like all the moisture comes first. It was actually dead skin. Oh, was it? Yeah, I was dead scared. I got a, like an Italian like horror film vibe. Yeah, on that yeah, scene. definitely that melting part. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> With the, and how red the blood is, and yeah, it's just yeah. it's just green goo. pure color splash. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and that brings me to another thing that I want to talk about. Uh, uh, Jan, what's the name? Jan, I can't remember the last name, 
um, who was the uh, who shot the film. Fantastic job! I just want to give Jan a shout out. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> give Jan. Thanks, a thanks shout Jan. Out. You mean like the cinematographer, the director, yeah, the cine- cinematographer? Okay, okay. The cinematographer, yeah. dude. The cinematography work in this film is just from the opening scene alone yeah. was fantastic. You know, the one thing I will say, and this isn't not much to do with uh, cinematography. Well, I guess it is. The lighting did kind of feel a little like a romance novel to me. Like how I would imagine like the cover of a romance novel book to look. I think that's done on purpose though because you're you're dealing with sexy vampires. Yeah. I mean, it makes it makes sense the the, the whole gothic age where Dracula came out of was a was followed the romance period. Do you th- mm-hmm. do people you th- were getting sick of these romance beauty things and they wanted to see a darker aspect to it. Do and you that's think where that gothic did, the gothic era came. Do you think that from. detracts from it, Chris? in some scenes but not enough to make me say I disliked it but it was something that like I in the way certain scenes were lit or the way certain shots were set up I felt like I was kind of looking at like the cover of a romance novel or something but as far as like w- w- with who w- just the composition the just the composition of it like yeah mostly like the Jerry, shot in the window Jerry. Yeah, when that, he's with the woman that, that, I can see that yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably the more obvious one is the is that shot but you know, I feel like the way it was photographed in general just kind of had that feel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, th- I, I again, was on the same boat of it, it felt very, the way it was shot felt very American Werewolf in London to me. Yeah. Just, I like, mean, it's just, I, like, I feel like this is the American Werewolf in London for vampires, but in America. They don't take it overseas. <laughs> they don't take it overseas. <laughs> they don't take it overseas. <laughs> you know, they keep it at home. American werewolf in America. Yeah, it's American uh, vampire werewolves in America. <laughs> middle <laughs> Middle America. And bats. And bats. And bats. You know where they those got those effects at the end? Like I thought those were actually pretty good of Jerry Jerry Dandridge. Oh, as death. a bat, as a bat, and then just blowing up and catching on fire and like this all this crazy shit going on in the house. And here's an interesting thing. You know where they got that bat from? The set of Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah, the land the, the the like the librarian or something was supposed to turn into it and when they screen tested it, it was too scary. You know what it looked like? It looked and like then, Gozer from Ghostbusters, the dog the dog. It was something would... or maybe it was no, I think it, I read it was the librarian. That they That's did fucking it. awesome. I didn't know that. It looks like, like that. Yeah. It looks like Gozer to me. I thought that when I was watching it. It's pretty awesome. That I thought that was really yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. And it was like when it was attacking them, I was genuinely cringing because I was like, Oh my god, if that rat bat like demon thing was like a latching onto my neck, I'd be freaking out. Rat bat demon. You know. You know. Just the normal day in the neighborhood. You got a rat bat dude, it's like a flying cockroach, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we'll talk more Fright Night. We'll be right back. And we're back, and we're still talking about Fright Night, but we're going to rate Fright Night. Mike, what are we rating it this week since it was your pick? Well, I, I really like Chris uh, Sarandon's uh, turtleneck sweater. I think it's a, it's, a, it's an icon in and of itself. Yeah. And I think that we should make that the I mean, rating. We could, we could do a whole episode on this sweater. We could do a whole episode on the thread count, 
um, whether it was cashmere or not. And I think he would. I don't. Th- I don't I think, think it was hundred percent cashmere. Oh, you don't think it's hundred percent cashmere? I don't think it's hundred percent cashmere. I hear that he doesn't do interviews unless you talk about the sweater in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I hear. When he goes to cons, does yeah. he like yeah. wear the turtleneck? Yeah. Well, well I hear when he's, he's not yeah. at a con, he's wearing the turtleneck. He gets really angry if no one mentions it because okay. it was his turtleneck. Yeah. yeah. So if you meet Chris Sarandon, make sure you mention the turtleneck sweater. Don't do that. Find out. Find out if it's hundred percent cashmere. Don't do that, audience. We're just do that. No, do that. Ask him. Do that. Ask him about right into story. the show. Would it, let us know. Wouldn't it be horrible if we told our, our audience that and then they went on and they asked him and he started getting really mad about it? Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Sweater question. <laughs> based on based on that comment from Mike, I want everybody, if so you ever ahead. run into him, ask about the turtleneck. Let's make this a thing. Is people. he on Twitter? Chris Sarandon? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Go ahead and of course he is. Go ahead and tweet him just, about his sweater. Just, yeah. Ask him about Somebody the turtleneck. If yeah, it's somebody's cashmere. on it on for his behalf. Put it on his Facebook. Oh, this is funny. Actually, I just turned on because I, I, I put this on Twitter. I tweeted I tweeted this today. How many times do you think Charlie says Amy? Oh my god. The whole goddamn film is like the Amy 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 like it, I'm I'm gonna go the safe over under is, is fifty or sixty. There you go. <laughs> Make a drinking game out of it. You could. Oh you'd be dead by the end of that you'd have alcohol poisoning by the end of think that. So? Yeah. Well, how many sweaters oh, would for, you rate yeah. this movie Kyle? Uh, turtleneck sweaters. I'm going to give this movie four turtleneck sweaters. It's an enjoyable film, a great movie for Halloween. I think it's probably one of my favorite modern the vampire movies that takes a unique twist. You know, there's other like Bram Stoker's. You can't really put a candle to that one. It's just fantastic. But in terms of like putting a vampire into modern modern society or into a modern setting, it's great. It's probably one of the best. So four turtleneck sweaters. Four turtleneck sweaters for Kyle. Chris, how many sweaters are you going to give it? I'm giving this four as well. Uh, Four turtleneck sweaters. I love this movie. Um, I could watch it every Halloween easily. The effects are great. I love the characters. Like I said, the only problem I have was just it was a little, you know, it was a little uh, romance novel-y, soap opera-y kind of a kind of lighting but overall didn't bug me that much um and uh i don't know i would never not recommend this to somebody i think it's a great if you want to get introduced to the vampire movies um i would say this and lost lost boys yeah mm. and then uh and then you can start making your way into some of the heavier stuff but fright night's good for everyone mm-hmm. you stole the words right out of my mouth uh as far as i was going to put this right up there with lost boys yeah right, it's right it's neck and neck yeah. You could choose either one to be your favorite we vampire should have, movie. We should have did a double feature. We should have, uh, you know, because this movie is just, I don't know, it's great. I loved it a lot. It's one of those ones that you can throw on in your Halloween party. People are going to watch it. They're going to laugh. They're going to have a good time. You can play it in the background, too, and people will look and be like, what's that? Um, you know, so just throw it on, watch it, have it on at your parties, uh, you know, even if it's not Halloween. <laughs> Middle of the yeah. summer, just throw it on. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas, put it on. Yeah, vampires no. don't sleep. It doesn't have to be Halloween. It doesn't have to be any, They're always out trying month. to kill people. Mm-hmm. Always. Just a fantastic movie. They don't movie. hibernate. I'm going to give this movie four and a half. Wow. It, it's almost a five star. It's a, Dude, it's almost a five. There's nothing to hate about this movie. It's so good. All the way the comedy. It's good comedy, action, horror. It's got it all. It's got it all. Four and a half sweaters. Mike. Yeah, um, I was debating whether I'm going to go four and a half or five, and I'm going to go with five. Um, I was going to dock at a half, 
But then I start uh, before the show, and then I started thinking about it. And th- one thing I like about this film is that it actually has a, like a weird commentary about uh, actors and their fans and the relationship between them. Because they, I mean, it, the whole time Charlie really does believe that Peter Vincent knows how to kill vampires. Like no one, I, I, at first sure. I thought, isn't that weird that he doesn't understand the concept of acting and that people aren't really? But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? No, man, it really does say something about horror fans and the love of these iconic characters that these actors that play these iconic characters um so yeah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it five five turtleneck sweaters it's it's just one of my favorite films it's one of my favorite horror films there you go five turtleneck sweaters that's all pretty good reviews from us guys so make sure you check that movie out definitely check it out um you know what we're gonna take a break but when we come back we're gonna play another draft game where we're gonna draft the top five heroes of horror movies when we come back. Who is it? Me, Evil Ed. What do you want? Hurry, there's a vampire out here. Let me in. What are we going to do? What are you going to do? Not me. Yeah! Hey guys, we're back and we're going to do our Heroes of Horror Draft. Top five heroes of horror. So let's get into that real quick. Uh, We're going to start with number five and work our way down to our number one heroes in horror films. We're going to start off with Kyle. Kyle, number five for you is... Martin Brody from Jaws. He is the what is the town sheriff of Jaws and he's fucking awesome. I love his Not character. Good for you. <coughs> you missed out. Not a um, list. I like it. I like him. He's from the right from the get-go he knows what the hell's going on and he basically has to fight the whole town and the town won't let him shut the shut the beach down because of tourism. And it's got to make that green, dude. Dude, yeah, and he and yeah, he has, he has the best scene at the end and yeah, he's fucking great. I love that character. Chris, number five. Um, I was going to say Seth Gecko, which is George Clooney's character in From Dust Till Dawn. Not on my list. Not on my list either. Not on my list. Not, not I, I really like that character. I really? Think he does a, I think that he does a great job. I don't even think it's in top ten. <laughs> don't even think it's in top ten stratosphere. It's Cody's opinion, okay? It's my opinion. It's not, you know, it's not a fact. It's just what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Are we all going to get yelled at for our picks really quick? We might. Is that what you're going to do? He's going to berate us on I all feel our picks? Like, hey, feel what's your pick? Wrong. Because I feel like there's... <laughs> there's what's only, your other pick? Also wrong. I feel like there's only one number one, and we'll have We'll that get talk. to it. We'll yeah, get we'll to one when we get there. Number all right. five. Cool. Number five. I actually went with Jaws as well, but I didn't go with Brody. I went with Quint. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I just love his character. He says like a like just a grizzled drinking yeah. fisherman. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm a naked... Sorry, that's all I heard. What? Nothing. Okay. Uh, my number five is Ellen Ripley. Boo. Sorry, I didn't know what. No, no, I didn't hear you. I just wanted to boo okay. you. <laughs> Whatever you said. <laughs> Ripley is in my number five. Dude, she's a badass chick that takes it to the house. Takes it to the house. Takes it to the house each and every time. <laughs> yeah, she's good. And yeah. plus, like, you got to put it in number of films. I'm putting number of films on this, too. She's a hero in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for that series, so you know, I give her uh, the number five spot. Kyle, number four. Number four, Ellen Ripley. 
There you go. Flyer. Ellen Rip. Specifically, I'm going to say from Aliens, the second one. Uh, I know the first one is the more true horror, but she really fucking comes into her own in that movie and just gets that total powerful woman. You know, she's just, just a strong woman in the film and just kicking ass and taking aim. She's fantastic. Facing nice. her fear in a giant, like, loader yeah. exoskeleton machine. Fan- it's awesome. Chris, number four? Number four for me, and I don't know if this is really a horror movie, but I put Lydia from Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll accept it. It's not really a horror movie. Horror comedy. I, I guess know. it I'll, is for kids. <clears throat> I was scared. It's a horror comedy. I was scared during the shrimp scene. <laughs> yeah, that, that was scared me. frightening. It frightened the hell out of me. All right, Mike, <laughs> number four. Well, since we're doing Fright Night tonight, I went with Peter Vincent. There you go. Because uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna go with Van Helsing a little bit, but then I was like, you know what? This character is more. He's he's a little bit more interesting than Van Helsing. Van yeah. Helsing's just a straight hero. <clears throat> this one, he starts off like he doesn't even believe, and then he has to kind of like become the hero. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, you start off that way. Good choice, I think. No, go. you see, I think f- five and four are up in the air, right? When you get down to three. When you, when you get down to three, shit gets real. And, and two and one, it's gonna get real. It is. It's gonna get real. Uh, my number four is Ben Hesser. Uh, is uh, the uh, main character hero in <coughs> *Night of the Living Dead*. Oh yeah, pick. Ben. Cool. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's awesome. He's fantastic. Just a great character. Um, at the time, I don't think you would see somebody of his color in a power. Uh, in, Not in, in a lead. In a lead or as in a position of power, like he is in the film. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just one of my favorite heroes. Just one of my favorite heroes. Very nice. Number three, Kyle. <clears throat> Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. One and three. <laughs> uh, I Not Wes Craven's new nightmare? She, well, okay. she's She is in it, but it's not played by the same character. Well, it's not really her. It's, it's confusing with the Wes Craven's new nightmare. But I like I I she's she's strong she's confident she fucking that whole scene where she's booby trapping the house and like putting gunpowder into a light bulb like it's fucking cool and then she comes back in the third one and then teaches all these kids how to use their dream powers against Freddy that's how you do it he ends up she ends up dying in that one but you know not before she I think stabs Freddy in the chest with his own knives I think yeah cause screw him yeah fuck that asshole Chris number three. Um, number three for me is gonna be Craig T. Nelson from Poltergeist. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Not the choice that I even thought of, but that's a good choice. Yeah, I love Craig T. Nelson in that. So film, I love dude. just he's... Craig T. Nelson yeah. <laughs> in general. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, he's the coach. He's so the coach. He's the coach. He's the coach. All right, Mike. <laughs> uh, mine's actually Seth Gecko. So you're number wow. three. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that character, Too and I agree high with Kyle. On the list. No, no, he's ah. he's always been in at least my top five. He's just so cool, man. Yeah. His whole character is so friggin' cool in that, and I love George Clooney as an actor. He's great. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna catch slack for my number three. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. My number three is Ash from The Evil Dead. Oh no! Okay. I feel like I'm, I thought I was going to get slack for the positioning. It's a little that. low on the list, but you know, a little low. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number one? We're all giving away our hand right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, in my book, he's a solid character, great character. I'm excited to see the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Ash is my number three. Nice. Wow. You're number two. Number two, R.J. McCready from The Thing. 
Okay. I mean, you can't fucking... No, I don't think anybody can beat Kurt Russell as a hero in any type of film. And then in this horror film, he's he's cool. He's a skeptic. Well, he's not really a skeptic. He's the one that knows what's going on. And he's just... he. Well, he's skeptical of everybody around him, which just makes the psychological aspect of that movie work. So, I like him. Yep. Kurt Russell. He's a winner. Chris, number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two... Um, I don't know. I don't know if this really. <laughs> I don't know if this belongs in number two. Second guessing is. I don't know if this is no. Th- I don't think this belongs in number two. Oh but I'm, I'm still gonna say it. It's from Hocus Pocus. No, it's know. not. It's it better not. not be from no, fucking Hocus Pocus. It's it's a, um um Ashley Lawrence from Hellraiser. Okay. I thought I mean, she was. That's but, uh, yeah, that's a little high on the list. I, I think that's, that's a little. It's too high, but high. I wanted to squeeze her in. I would have you her you could have had an honorable mention. mention. Yeah, that's okay. Honorable. Can I change it? Can nope. I? No, no. no. You can I go back? You've can made I go it. That's back? not how draft no. works. Yeah. Once you draft, you're done. She's you're on your done. team. Okay, good. I think she would kick some ass. You can't give them back. No. Yeah. She you battled can, we, we demons from hell. Are you kidding me? We might be able to talk about trades, but not right now. Mike, you're number two. Ellen Ripley, for all the reasons we already mentioned. Yep. Solid. Great character. Yeah. My number two is gonna be Nancy. Nancy, nice. Yep, that's my number two. Just iconic character. Just, I mean, she fights Freddy. Come on. She fights Freddy. Come on. She's the dream warrior. All right, Kyle, here it is. <laughs> here it is. You hear that drum roll? There it is. You hear that drum roll? Kyle, who's your number one? Ash from Evil Dead. <laughs> it's all that coming, by yeah. the way. <laughs> you know what? He's, like you said, he's a solid hero. I love that he's just such a buffoon. Yeah, um, he's kind of clumsy. He's clumsy, but then he has just moments of greatness. And he's always and he's always a true hero. You know what I mean? Who? How? What other heroes take time to construct crosses for the for the deceased? There you go. That takes a lot of time. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. Chris, who's your number one that shouldn't be on your list? <laughs> <laughs> I the can't dog wait. from I can't. Uh, <laughs> Turner and Hooch. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your number one. You've been talking enough so hard. It better be good. All right. Dr. Loomis is my number one from nice. Halloween. Cool. Okay. Very cool. Any of the Halloweens, really. Donald Pleasance is great. Yep. That's a good choice. All right. Mike. Ash. Ash from Evil Dead. Wow. He's great. He's great. I mean, he's such a hero. <laughs> you know? He's like an asshat with a heart. He's the everyman. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of. He's he, the he just goes, uh, I, whatever. What can I say? Done. Yeah, Done. I can't believe no one's number, number one. one is my number one. I feel can like- I swap my number two for your number one? No, no, you can't swap shit. You can't swap. But it's not a trade. What is not a trade organization? Like- the draft okay. is still happening. Okay, Trades okay. are after. Chris was close. It's Lori Strode, man. Number oh. one, hands ah. down. Dude, she's been alive forever. She was alive forever. It H- took her forever to die. H2O, she's pretty good. Like, it took forever for her to die. Think about how long she lasted as a hero. I know. Okay. I don't think there's anything like, wrong dude, with your pick. He's just getting angry. 100 yeah. films. She made it. Sorry, she didn't make my list. Because <laughs> <laughs> your yeah. list is wrong. Uh, can I put Laurie Strode as number two? No, you can't okay. do shit. You're wrong. done. You're done. You picked wrong. Okay. Oh, I think I picked right. Actually, you're gonna find out. How did you not put Laurie Strode on your list? I just yeah. I At didn't. all? Is she even anyone's honorable mention? It was the obvious. No, it was the I obvious. I have, I have do we want to go around and do honorable mentions? Does anyone have an honorable? Mention? I do. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Right, throw it out. All right, Tommy Jarvis 
fucking Friday, th- uh, yeah, Friday the 13th. Yeah. He, He's the kid who kills Jason and then inadvertently Corey brings Feldman? him back to life oh, okay. and then kills him again. It's fucking, yeah. He's cool. Lori Stroh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <fucking laughs> That's yeah. my honorable mention. She's got to be, dude. She, <laughs> Just, she grows up. How many of the kids grow up? Not all of them. Most of them are dead. There's a couple that didn't grow up. She doesn't have much of a up. life because she's in hiding. She makes They're... it to her forties. Yeah, hiding in a hole. In a hole. In a hole. She was in a town. Yeah. In a Nobody whole knows town. who she is. Protected by LL Cool J. Yeah. Duh. These kids getting passionate about H2O over here. She was yeah, like right. the head of a private school. Or because, something. dude, no. If anyone needed to die, it was Lori Strode. It took forever for them to kill her off. Yeah, but she was such. I mean. Well, she was only the in, she was oh, only she in was three what? movies. A, what? Yeah, she was only in she three was, movies. I know, but I mean, her star power in terms of iconic Jamie, character, J- Jamie Lee Curtis. Just, Thank you. I mean, that she yeah. was huge in the eighties. Huge, 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 huge. Ain't killing her off. Number Ooh, yeah. one, Laurie, Laurie Strode. Number one. Okay. okay. Yeah. What's your honorable mention, Mike? Uh, it's Doctor Jekyll. I ah. like I like stories of uh, you know, like the demon within kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And struggling <laughs> with that that kind of thing. I like it. Yeah. Mine would be the whole cast of Evolution. The, the movie <laughs> with David Duchovny? Yep. That's a great film. The whole cast. <laughs> the whole cast. It's <laughs> not a horror movie. <laughs> okay, then Eight-Legged Freaks. The whole cast. <laughs> that's, that's a good David Arquette. David Arquette. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I actually love that movie. That's a good movie. All right, guys, that is our show for this week. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore review. Also on Twitter at ColtFilm underscore review. Follow us on Facebook. You can follow Mike at... At Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can also hear me, not hear me, but you can read me. Feel me. <laughs> at FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. You can also uh, send us your pics on our Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Not pictures of yourself, but. Yeah, send like us your pics. Your, your, fi- yeah. your film <laughs> not, your, not your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not your dicks. <laughs> send us we your, were all thinking it Send Mike us your dick pics at, on our Facebook. No! Don't say that! <laughs> no. <laughs> do not, not do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> at all. But send us your picks of movie choices you would like us to review. And we'll fan review picks. Yeah. Fan picks. We want fan picks. And we might send you a gift. Yeah, we sent uh, the first We sent Steven. Pick. He got himself a nice poster. He did Steven. get a nice poster. <laughs> a poster. A nice poster. <laughs> All right, guys. That's our show for this week. Join us next week. Have a good one. 